Welcome to the Rod and Cindy podcast. How are we doing today, Cindy? I'm doing fantastic. How about you, Rod? Very good. Thank you very much. So, you know what? I'm looking around here. We're in a studio. We actually get to do our podcast in the studio, not in the back of your car. So I'm really excited about this. <laughs> I know. We're actually in someone's living room. It's really pretty <laughs> wonderful. They it's have a great actually, little home. And... It's not their home. It's their studio. Yeah, oh, yes. we'd like you to call this yes. our studio. studio. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. We're in a studio. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Yes, we never tell anybody we're in the back of your car when we're doing it back there. So. <laughs> no, we don't. Absolutely not. But I'm super excited, though. I'm so, I'm so, oh, I'm stoked here. So who do we have here, Cindy? Is, are they your friends or are they my friends? Well, they start out with your friends first, and then you introduce them to me. Now they're our friends. So why don't you introduce them? Well, I surely will. Thank you. And you're Cindy Movie, by the way, right? I am Cindy Movie, yes. You're not going to be Cinderella or anything else oh, today? Oh, always Cinderella. Come on, really, yes. Rob? <laughs> so because you guys can't see this, that Cindy today has orange in her hair. I do. She has a streak of orange in her hair. It's like half pumpkin head. Yes. Which is kind of cool because, yeah. you know, it, it, you can pull that off. The pumpkin it's very head. autumn-ish. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, it is. Season. Yeah, I feel like Jack. Key, right? Jackie. Yes. Lantern. Yes. Uh -huh. yep. Yeah. I was having crazy hair today, and my mom said, "Hey, just add some orange to it and have fun." I'm like, why not? Right? That's right. Absolutely. Slash. <laughs> so, with with just Cindy's hair and everything else, I would move on to this lovely couple that's across from us, something straight across from us in this beautiful studio. Okay. Yes. We have the one and the only Dave. Hi, everyone. I'm David Marsh. And with me is the sweet Lady Gail. Gail, say hi. Hi, everyone. What a, what a sweet couple. I love it. And I keep saying Dave. Is it alright if I call you Dave or you want to be Dave? No, no, I'm Dave. Just don't, you can call me Dave or David. Just don't call me late for dinner. You know the same. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's okay to call <laughs> no, you Jane? No, 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 no. Oh, you're Wrong Gail. one. Wrong one, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to kid. You know, Cindy makes up different well, names. Well, yeah. So. But, I mean, Jane. Come on. You know, that makes me think of the little... Action figures. No, actually, well, David kind of looks like Tarzan, so I was thinking well, yeah. Tarzan, oh, Tarzan and Jane. Tarzan oh. and Jane. That's what I, now, that's there what you I got. Go. Like, wow. okay. Meow. Meow. Exactly. <laughs> I think of the little army figure. No, you know? no. Army Jane. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's part of spirituality is seeing the positive of things, seeing the, you know, the positive brightness. You know, it's like somebody calls you a name, think positive about it. Really? I'm the Michelin <laughs> man? Awesome. <laughs> I was in Ghostbusters. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, Cindy Cind says, I'm Cinderella. And it's yes. like, really? So, yes. What what happened to Cinderella in that story? Which part? Exactly. So, <laughs> just She transformed into someone beautiful. Right, right. As well, we you, all have that within us. You had that beauty already, so I don't know how you'd even transform it to anything else. Still, yeah. it's pretty to say. It you know? is. It's very yeah. nice. So, so of course, the, the Marshes are actually sponsoring this beautiful podcast. And uh, what do you guys actually do, Rod? We are exploring the human journey. So, I have uh, started an online show, and it's a it's a TV show. It's cameras, lights, action, and it's also a podcast. And it is about my uh, journey to get rid of spiritual anxiety, this religious anxiety that I grew up with. And um, I, I would uh, invite the listener to tune in. Our very first episode had Rod Lyman on it. He is amazing. Oh, I heard he's pretty good. Yeah, I heard he's pretty yeah, good. So you got to tell no when is it going to be released. Uh, by the time uh, this comes out, you'll be able to see something soon, at least on the website. So we're oh, just awesome. starting this this whole journey, uh, this platform. Uh, but but the whole thing is about how can I grow and learn and get away from the negativity, away from the stress of like, am I going to be okay? What's going to happen when we die and that type of thing? And who are we and where are we going? And I'm learning that there's just light and love. There's happy, joyful things that you don't have to have the fear and the stress. And, um, and, and I want to thank you and give you gratitude for being part of that journey. Both of you. Thank oh you. Oh my gosh. It's, it's such an honor to be with you guys and talk to you and everything else you, you enlighten me just by talking to you guys it's just you light something inside me and it ex excites me over and over that i know cindy was so excited when we we're shooting this and that she was over there just gleaming over there i was and taking pictures too 
She That's actually right. took pictures. And video. And video. I did. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Snuck that so in. I bet you, captured I, the moment. Captured the moment. But <laughs> I bet did. you won't even see Cindy in any of those. Probably not. <laughs> so what's the website that they can get this? So if you, if you go to exploringthehumanjourney.com, uh, that's our platform. That's where it's a place for people to find out more information about the show, find a place to connect. And we really want it to be a forum where you can find a sense of belonging, a sense of community, because we're all in this together. And I'm not the only person that's ever had questions. There's millions of people oh, out there. You feel, we feel like we were growing and raised in maybe a, a tradition, a religious tradition or a belief system. And then as you get older, you're like, wait a minute, this can't be right. This doesn't feel right. There's something that I don't, it doesn't, it feels incongruent. And, uh, and so that's the journey that we're on to, to share and have a discussion with people. You know, it's, we have gone through this, Cindy and I both, and, and it's really interesting is that we both talked about it. It's like, did we have anybody with us when we were coming out, awakening, going through this process and everything? Yeah. We, we didn't. There's a, Cindy had me in, in the aspect, and I had, I had a, a guru that, but this is something you have to do on your own. But you become a sponge. You want to find out every information you can. And that's the coolest thing about this is what you're doing is you're going to help people with this. They're going to see this and go, oh, my gosh, that's right. I'm going through this. I, I, I've been had this dogma, this stigma on me all my life. I'm changing. And I love the platform and everything that you got going on. Awesome. Well, well, yeah, I, I think I think part of it is we want to help other people feel like they they can they can they can step out and experience and explore and not be afraid of what's going on, and that's what we're excited about. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I just want to say, Dave, you're like let's just say the male version of the Cinderella in transformation. I, too, we did a podcast uh, recently about this, um, how I, too, was into the religion and, you know, said I just knew something was different out there that just did not feel right. Yeah. And lo and behold, I I got that lightning bolt within and, you know, was awoken and just like you are, you know, and you, so you become the seeker, you know, you, you become this investigator, you know, what is out there? What is this that people are talking about? Or what is this that I might be feeling and seeing? And then, so you go out and you, you seek information and you, and you suddenly people that, um, will be attracted to you because you are sending that kind of message of energy out there. You know, like you found Rod and I, you know, through Gail and, you know, Wendy and what have you. And, and that's what it's all about. It's, you know, suddenly, you know, all this stuff starts coming to you. These people start coming to you so that you can start, you know, growing with them. Yeah, you're not alone out there. If you've Absolutely. got questions, Absolutely. there's millions of other people that have the same questions. And we feel weird. We're like, well, I, I belong to this community, this tribe. And, you know, what are they going to think of me? And, and, you know, it can be hard. You might have to make relationships less yeah. less important in your life. There might be some people you just can't hang around as much anymore. Yeah, we call that the Dingleberry effect. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, you got to tell them the Dingleberry. Tell me that. Oh, you got to tell you yeah. the Dingleberry effect. Well, the idea. I came from South Dakota, you know, and we had an orchard in the back. And my grandfather always told me, he says, you know, never eat the first part of the fruit that blossoms and comes out. You don't eat that part. Let that it fall to the ground. That's how nature's supposed to work. And mm -hmm. he's like, I never understood it. And he says it's the Dingleberry effect. And I'm like, what does that mean? And I was like. People laugh every time I say it because I guess other people have different ideas what the dingleberry <laughs> effect is. The dingleberries are the actually the dead fruit. They're not the sweetest. They're not anything else. They're the ones that fall to the ground first. They fertilize the ground for the rest of the fruit to grow. Mm -hmm. And so they're called dingleberries. And so what happens in our life and our time that is as we grow and we expand and we learn and everything, people start becoming our dingleberries. Mm -hmm. They fall away. And they help us grow because we learn from them. Isn't that good? That's really good. I mean, I, I think everybody's our teacher. You can oh, learn absolutely. something, whether it's negative or positive. You learn what you do or like and what you don't like. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. but, you know, like today, and I learned about cups of water. You make sure that you pour your own cup of water. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's an inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
the studio here has these beautiful cups. Yeah, we gave Rod a cup of water, and apparently there is a, some sort of a foreign object in it. And I, I tried to tell him, no, I think that's just oh, a piece really? of ice. So <laughs> Dave, Dave was like, drink it, drink it. Drink I was like, it's just ice, man. No, he's, he's, he's like, I don't think it's ice. No, I don't think it's that's ice. That's because Dave threw me a bat. <laughs> is that what it was? Oh, my gosh. Poor Rod, he went ahead and tried to drink it, and he goes, it's not ice. It's oh, not ice. I, oh, think, I, I thought it was an oyster yeah, as it slid down that. my throat. Gail tried to kill him before yeah, he got okay. going. Oh. Yeah, it's all right. It's, it's, it's all good. It's, but we learn lessons, you know. We, there's lessons in that. So if, in the spirituality sense of that, what would that lesson be? You know, if we, if we took everything as a lesson, what would that lesson be? <laughs> don't trust anything unless you feel like you, I think your intuition was like no I don't think I it was that. exactly you didn't listen to your own no, intuition I, again, I absolved I to all responsibility I listened to Dave that was my problem Is you, that, can, you can trust the light on a lighthouse though oh, really we're back to the light on a lighthouse <laughs> Sydney wanted to talk about lighthouses today. Who's an expert here at this table that's at lighthouses? Cindy. Apparently Cindy is. Yeah. Well, you said think of something to talk about. The first thing that came to my mind. Isn't that what you go with? Always the first thing on your mind. Sure. All right. Think about it. We are beacons of light. Yeah. So it's a beautiful topic. So, so our podcast would go like this. So today we're going to talk about lighthouses. Hey, light is person. bright. So you need to talk and act and feel bright because that's what we are within. That's, you're funny, honey. Thank you. Serious. Okay, we'll, we'll start it up then. What we'll, we'll about a lighthouse? That's about it. Okay, okay. <laughs> we covered right. it. All right, thank you guys. Tune in next week when <laughs> shortest podcast ever. <laughs> exactly. That was a really quick podcast. <laughs> but we do okay. trust them. They Absolutely. are. They are. They're out there for a reason. Yeah. Just like we are. Yeah. Just, thank you. Thank you, Cindy. You're welcome. Nice. All right. So where were we? Oh yeah. So <laughs> we have uh, this beautiful uh, couple here that. Uh, they have this wonderful show coming out, and I'm really excited to see this show. It's going to really, it's going to be kind of like the forefront of a lot of things. So, uh, I had a question though: Is are you thinking of that this is going to be made for TV too? Is that are you thinking about where it's going to? Well, whenever I do uh, a, a production, so I'm a videographer, film editor, or video editor. And that's my business. And whenever I do, I think, well, how will this look if it's on TV? So I try to make sure it looks good, it sounds good. Um, I, I think the most important part is telling story. And what people are going to enjoy about this show is at the beginning, I do a video feature of the guest. And uh, Rod, I did a video feature for you. I got to interview you, hear your story. I look quite good, by the way. You're an amazing, handsome <laughs> fellow, Mike. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very it much. It was very good. It was very good. <laughs> and, and it helps to tell the story, give uh, an introduction of who you are. And uh, it's a way to showcase, showcase your, uh, your gifting, if you will. And so I, I think that's going to be fun for a viewer to watch. Um, and it, the conversation translates. We always try to find something that is relatable because we all have these questions of, you know, why are we here? What's this whole thing about? And um, I think when you're speaking about universal conversation, you're you're just you're touching a, a vibration that's within all of us. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I agree with that 100%. So, Dave, what's your story? I mean, you are this beautiful-looking young man. I mean, you have this bright brilliant air about you okay your energy looks wonderful you have you have a lot of energy more towards the right side which is more your masculine side mm -hmm. than you do on your feminine side i mean so you've got a little bit of imbalance there but that's good to hear Thank yes you, but well not always so good to hear <laughs> uh oh not, not when you're trying to pick out a, a present for your wife okay? oh, so anyway yeah not, he doesn't do that no, no, no he totally has mes all right. Do, no, do you no. know what MES is? No, what's MES? No. Mall exhaustion syndrome. Oh, interesting. Oh. Cindy has that. I, I can't believe that there is actually a name for it. Yeah. Cindy, we found out what your disease is now. Oh, thank you. Wow. So, so he, wow. So basically that means that he gets exhausted just thinking about going to the mall? You know, when you're sitting yeah. there and your uh, significant other is trying on many items and you're just like, oh, I'm so weak. I used to tell her I could go out and work 12 or 14 hours a day, be take me to the mall, and I lose all my energy. I have mall exhaustion syndrome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that was crazy. That that whole thing just moved back there. Wow, we have – that is interesting. There's some energy, good energy in here. That thing just moved. It just moved, went forward and then went back. A little bamboo sway yeah, thing. Yeah, it was really cool. Awesome. I love that. So back to this mall exhaustion thing, I really enjoy that the, the concept of that because I get it. I understand that. I, I love shopping though. I do. I like it. I like shopping. That's, 
So that's that feminine balance that you have. Cindy may have a little bit too much male energy because she doesn't like shopping as well as I do. When she <laughs> shops, she likes to shop by herself. You know, all by herself. Respect, Cindy. Respect. <laughs> She's a hunter. She's a hunter. Not exactly. a gatherer. Ooh, she's a warrior. So, so Dave, back to your story that uh, you, you, you have this beautiful energy about you. You, you uh, feel that you're missing something, though. In that, and part of it came from probably your growing up of who you were and where you came from. So you're missing something. And so a little bit about the energy of it. What is the energy part of it that you're missing? You feel? Uh, I feel like I'm finding the energy, which is just the 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 voice of the connection. Why are we here? I feel like we're here to connect. Uh, I was never taught that. I was raised in a faith-based system that said we're separate from God. God is an entity, and He created us. So we're subservient to him and whatever and i do say him because it was a male authority figure and whatever he wants us to do is what we need to do so i was always in this quest of like well i don't know i just want to do what the lord wants so people would say you should plan goals and you should do things i'm like oh, i don't i don't want to plan goals what if i miss it what if it's not what god wants me to do and so i lived with a lot of spiritual or shall i say religious anxiety and you know i, I think that uh, the sadness that you have, the depression when you live in a faith-based system and that's all you know, you know, if you only hang out with Christian friends and read Christian books and listen to Christian music and you only drink milk from Christian cows, you know, you, you just get in this this thing where you don't know what you don't know. Absolutely. And I had a, um, I had an awakening and somebody said something, new information. I listened to some content. I read some books. I saw some interviews. I started studying near-death experiences, and I realized there's a lot more going on here than what I was Absolutely. taught. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. what about you? What about me? You know, we've kind of always been on this journey together. Yeah, I proselytized her um, yeah, at a young did. age. He proselytized me when I was <laughs> in college, right, right shortly after we met. And so I was on that same journey and um, went with it, just kind of went with it and stuff. But I, I never, I never could share it. I never really could figure out. It just didn't make sense. Right, right. And so, you know, when we started, things happened and stuff shifting in our lives and, and. I just kind of started to pull away from it more and more. And then as we started to have this new information come in, we just started soaking it up like crazy, you know, and he'll go one direction and I'll go one direction. And it's like, we meet together and we powwow about it all. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what did you learn today? What did you learn today? It's, it's been a really good journey that we've both been on. And, uh, it's, it's just been fascinating, and I've found more joy, more peace, more love uh, than I have ever have ever felt or experienced. Yeah, I, I like what you said, Rod. Is after you found spirituality, you became closer to God than you had ever been, and Absolutely. I, I feel that same way. I feel like I, I have more of a connector inside of me with the divine than I used to. Absolutely. So, to you, because you guys grew up in a religious space, and Cindy that. Uh, and you as well. well. Of course, yeah, all four of us have uh, different religious and religions. Well, Gail didn't grow up with it. She was proselytized. Oh, pro it. that's right. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. and so, when she, we were in so, college, most of my life. I told Gail that we had to stop dating because uh, she didn't go to church, and I did, and oh, she didn't believe my. what I believed. Are you serious? <laughs> Literally. You flipped out the four spiritual laws. Seriously, did you really? You that? On yeah. the first date? Nope. No, no, no. Oh, we've like, been dating for a couple months, yeah. and I was like, this is getting real serious. I'm really into this girl, but we can't date because the Bible told me not to be unequally yoked. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so and you... I'm depressed. I'm trying to figure out who I am. I was, you know, what, 19? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. I'm an older woman compared to him. Yeah, he was 12 and she, you were 19. She, <laughs> but she's a year and a half older than me, oh, so gotcha, right. I always joke that she's the older woman. Yeah. Oh, wow. But he promised me 
we could be the same age. So I always say 48, even though he's 47 right now. I just split it. Yeah. Gotcha. So, you know, totally. Different ages. Um, so, you know, just trying to find who I am. I'm away from home. I moved to a different state. And, you know, feeling these emotions and having him tell me these things. And that I'm feeling bad because maybe I'm not doing something right, not doing something good because he can't be with me because of this. Okay. Wow. That must have been just heart-wrenching. It was. It was. But, you know, it's like, but I wanted to be with him so much, I was willing to stick my feet in wow. and do it. Okay. So you jumped in with both feet. I jumped in with both feet. Well, I told her, I said, the Bible says we're sinners. Have you ever done anything wrong? She's like, well, yeah, and you're a sinner, and you can't be with God. I want to be with God. I said, then you need to have Jesus in your heart. He's going to forgive you of your sins. Well, I want that. And she cried, and then she felt better. We prayed a prayer, and she felt better. No way. Seriously? I, well, yeah, because think about it. When you have somebody tell you that it's all okay now, right? you're going to feel better. Absolutely. Oh, my sins right. are all forgiven. Absolutely. I'm, my yeah. sins, oh, they're gone. Okay. So I told her something really bad was going to happen, which you have to go to hell, unconscious eternal torment. But now you get to go to heaven. So she's like, oh, I get to go to heaven. Okay. I have a question for you, too. Okay. So what is sin? Yeah, sin was anything that was uh, against the word of God. And you can read the Bible and find out what God does want and doesn't want. Because apparently he's a being that has will and volition and agency right. and has preferences. So you're in this constant anxiety of making sure you get God's preferences right. But for me, I, all I knew is, oh, I didn't do something that was a rule that society made. I didn't obey it. Wow. I may have you know, lied or I drank when I was not 21. Oh, wow. You know, I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was so that not served in a church either? Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> and I, I was, was dating this boy yep. who apparently I couldn't date. So there wow. again, I was sinning. So now that you, that was the past sin, what is sin yeah. now? Uh, I, sin to me is something that you, I don't feel like it's a thing anymore for me. I feel like the weight and the burden of sin is not there. I don't live with that anxiety because I realize there's things I do that is not a real definition of who I want to be. Right. And so if 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 I just rear back and punch you in the nose, I'm like, that was a mean thing. I don't. And Rod's sitting there going, why would you punch me? That would be a horrible thing for me to do. I would feel bad because you're my friend. Right. So for me, that would not be a clear definition of who I want to be. Right. So to me, that would be a sinful thing because it wouldn't be defining who I want to be. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's anything against love. Oh, very nice. Right. Very well yep. That's, that's kind of how I feel. You know, that's and right. anything yeah. that when you have that um, intuition in you and you go against what you know it's telling you to do that's that's when you're getting into that territory hmm. do you remember what you said when i asked you what sin was i don't please enlighten me almost exactly what gail just said that's okay. anything against love mm, that's but, you know and but had a little bit of what you said too is it's against what who, what you believe of who you are mm -hmm. you know we're all about love we forgive people you know that's that's our idea that we see people as love so we forgive people mm -hmm. it's like i forgive you i'm sorry i'm sending love whatever you know but it's against the love the law of love and that's what i do sin is against the law of love that's good that's where sin the sin one of the things cindy had actually shared with me is sin because my feeling of sin right now is feeling bad about yourself mm -hmm. that's yeah. a sin because we're on our own temple we're our own person we're our own self man so within myself feeling bad about something i did and that beat myself up about it that's a sin mm -hmm. that's paying penance for something i didn't do wow. cindy i love it and gail you guys hit on the right tone is that the thing against love mm -hmm. yes and what if you even let's just throw it out there too what if it's life experiences what if it's karma mm -hmm. is it really oh. sin mm -hmm. or is it you know, take a, 
a different direction with this. Well, I was always taught that sin was something that separated me from God. Right. And there was nothing I could do about my original sin, so I had to do something. And then I was taught that because sin separated me from God, even though I was, quote, saved and I was going to go to heaven when I die, if I, could, if I did something that was contrary, then I had separation, so I had to constantly ask for forgiveness. And then as a, a, as a young person, the altars were always full of us young people because we were always sinning, whether we didn't obey our parents or, you know, you name it. There's a myriad of anxiety. So were they being sinful by telling you all this stuff? Well, judgmental. It might have been judgmental. I don't know if it was necessarily sinful. Well, I mean, it's all negative if you ask me yeah. personally. Well, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. That's a higher level way to view it. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you on that. Mm -hmm. But you understand, we're not we're not dissing our, our, our well how we grew up and everything else. It, it made us who we are. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But to, but these questions that we have, like Cindy said, you know, life, you know, what is it? Karma. What's the difference between sin and a karma? You know. You know, we were told, I was told, and I'm not sure anybody else was told, is that I have to pay for repentance for my father's sins and his father's oh. sins and his father's sins. Yeah, I was told that. Yep. So I'm paying, I was paying debts. Now, it also came out to be the idea that if I'm paying for these sins, then is that kind of like putting a spell on me? Ooh, wow. Oh. So then we put in this magic part about that. Now, bring that in that that has nothing to do with religion, right? Mm -hmm. Magic has not anything to do with that sounds like the same thing. I got a spell put on my family. My family crest has been has a spell. It's, it has this darkness over it because I'm paying for the sins of the sins of the mm -hmm. sins. So, what's the difference, karma or, or sin? That's pretty heavy to put on a young person. And oh, it is. Yeah. Well, it is. And think think about how passionate you guys are and how you feel things. You know, we all feel things. Imagine if we felt this way and sat in a church listening to us that we're going to be damned in hell. Yeah. Feeling the way we feel. I, I couldn't do it. No. It, it'd be sitting in a, in a, a uh, I can't fly anymore because that's, I feel everybody in the airplane and I, it, they scare me. People scare me. They, it's scary <laughs> to fly an airplane. I have sat in churches lately for funerals and weddings and everything else that it's not the same. Nobody is thinking the same thing. People are wondering when it's going to get over with, so they go home and, and watch the football game, what's being held. They're there for a reason. They're there because they're supposed to be there. It's not that feeling anymore. I don't feel that. Mm. So I'm asking, what's the difference between sin and karma now? Cindy, mm -hmm. so what do you think the difference is? <laughs> I know that is a good question. I just was throwing it out there. Well, that is a good question. So, is. <laughs> like, so I threw it back at you. Here, catch the <laughs> Well, I mean, karma is what cause and effect, first of all. So with sin, if you did something wrong, let's just say. She's using quotations. You quotations, can't you can't see that. The people on the screen there, hello. <laughs> um, you know, I know I lost my train of thought, but um, so sin is that then a cause and effect too. I mean, I don't know. It just, to me, it seems like all this stuff is just a crazy mixed up stuff. And honestly, if you just go within and go with your heart and know what where we really come from, the source, this light, this divine, this, you know, God or whatever you want to call it, that's all that really matters. Yeah. And it's all about love, you know. Yeah. So karma, yes, we all have to endure that. No doubt about that. Good, bad, or indifferent. You know, as an individual, as a collective, it doesn't matter. We have to endure, you know, uh, the karmas. But uh, sin, I I just, I really don't understand it. I'm going to, Dave, I, you know, share a story real fast. Um, I shared on the podcast is that, I did the church thing, you know, and then I kind of got out of it, wasn't feeling comfortable. And then I joined this woman's Bible thing, uh, study, you know, once a month and gosh, darn it. After about the third time going there, I just, I, I hated it. And I don't like the word hate, but seriously, I, I felt so wrong. I felt like, my gosh, if I breathed wrong, this is my words. If I breathed wrong, I was sinning. That's how horrible it was. And I'm like, gosh, darn there's I know there's something better out there. I yeah. know there's gotta be something better out there. I just knew it and felt it. And then that's, you know, not too long after that is when I had my spiritual awakening. I'm like, wow, cool. This yeah. is what it's really about. This is what I've been searching for. This is what I believe in. You know, all that sinning garbage. I'm sorry. I, I, we all do good. We all do bad, you know, and maybe it's just what we're supposed to experience in this lifetime. Yeah. 
So it seems to me that um, instead of sin being defined by outside rules and other people, it really needs to be a self-reflective thing where you allow love to grow so much that it just doesn't have room. Mm-hmm. I agree. And there is light and dark. You know, you got to have opposites, you know, yin and yang. So I get all that, but there's got to be a point where it's like, okay, enough. You know, I mean, you got to realize that you aren't that bad person. That's what you start feeling like, you know, with all this sinning, you just start to feel like you're this horrible person. Now I'm walking around on this earth. Am I ever going to do right? Am I ever going to do good? Can I raise my family? Can I, can I, can I do anything good? I mean, that's just what it was feeling like, you know, and I'm sure a lot of people experience that. And just to me, that's just, it was uncomfortable. Yeah, It's hard hard to go in the right direction that's safe for you when you start at the wrong place. And if you start as you're awful, you're a wretch, you're saved by grace, but barely in the hands of an angry God dangling you over the flames of hell. If that's the narrative you're given, especially as a child in those formative years, that messes you up. That's messed up my head for a lot of years. Absolutely. It, it does. And what I want to say is that one of the things that my grandfather, and I love my grandfather to death, he, he's a horse whisperer in that. He just lived his life. And that's what he said. He says, it's all about just living your life. He says, you speak from the heart. You don't have to worry about what you say. You feel from the heart. You don't have to worry about what happens. Just live your life. And the thing is, is that, you know, if, if I, my grandpa was, grandpa was alive now and I'd ask him what karma was and I think my grandpa wouldn't care. It's a whole concept of that. It's like, I remember when I learned, first learned what Berkeley retrograde was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, Berkeley retrograde. And I went and I talked to my grandfather. It's like, have you ever heard of Berkeley retrograde? He goes, no, should I? He, he says, does it affect me? I said, well, if you don't know it, I don't know if it would affect you. <laughs> And, and that's what the whole, my concept of thinking of my grandpa is that sometimes we know too much that will actually affect us. Mm-hmm. And we, if we just knew just the basics, it won't affect us. You know, Little House in the Prairie, think about that. They had no TV, no radio, and everything else. They went into town once in a while. They got the news that way, you know. It was like, it was what the community was happening. It wasn't about everything else. We're bombarded with everything. Like, you have karma in this, you have to do this, DNA strand is bad, you have this, that. All of a sudden, there's like 3,000 uh, practitioners of practitioner things that you can do to get rid of yourself, everything inside you, and you can be better. You can be a better person by taking my class, by doing this, by getting this. You know what? It's what you believe yeah. and what you truly believe. Wow, that's good. And, and I love that. That's from my heart. Is that if you just live your life as, as being full of love, that's what it is. You asked, we asked, we talked about Reiki one time. We all did. And Reiki, to me, is that part of just living life. Mm. It's, it's not a modality. It's not anything. It's a way of life. It's, it's about finding love. We put the jumper cables on you. You start you up, and you move on and go on. It's not, I mean, it's, Reiki it doesn't say, this is the way you got to live. This is what you have to do. It's, there's no rules. Mm-hmm. When there becomes too many rules, life is over. Yeah. I agree with that. Cindy, do you agree with that? Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I know. Well, I'm a little OCD about some stuff, so I probably sound like I have some rules. Oh, Cindy does have rules. Sorry. <laughs> right. I'm a little but, bit of a controller at times about something. She is. But, you know, it's, it's, she makes up for in other areas. And she's a beautiful soul. She has a beautiful love. She, and that, that's what she makes up. You know, our our whole thing, what we talk about is love. And I think that's important. So, speaking about love, that so we talk about karma we talk about sin what truly is love what is love where does it come from what what is the basis of love anybody have any idea this doesn't come I, from I the light love is the opposite of sin? of <laughs> self where you're only concerned about just you if you're concerned about the other and if you're like hey that other person is the same as me they want the same thing they want love and happiness they want their child to go to a good school i think if we view other people how can we view them like we're connected we're part of this great entity this energy force we're all part of the same divinity if we view them that way we're like well i wouldn't want to steal from them i wouldn't want to hurt their family i wouldn't want to take their stuff because that would ultimately hurt me and 
we don't want to do that. Absolutely. As one. As that's mm-hmm. the whole the truth and oneness of what who we are. I remember growing up where all the neighbors would help somebody, you know, somebody hurt their leg or something, they couldn't mow the lawn. I'd be over mowing the lawn. I could rake their leaves. I was there. We were all together to help somebody. It's like so and so lost his job. Well, first thing that nobody talks about it. It was just, it was adult talk. Nobody told the kids that. But all of a sudden, there'd be food at the person's house and everything else because everybody had this thing about, you know, they want to say that they were in a bad place or anything. Nobody wanted to talk about yeah. it. But you know what? The community always came together. And that's sometimes that's all they had. I lived in South Dakota, and I remember times that the, our town was shut down because so much snow and you couldn't get out and everything else. We had to crawl out our second story window to get outside sometimes. Yeah, that's, wow. that's how much snow we had. And the whole thought process of that was we went and helped other people. We got out, so we helped other people. You know, we do that. It's, it's, I, I was thinking the other day, my son's, you know, he's 26 years old then. And if he watched or saw that happen, he'd be uh, taking his phone and videoing it. You know, it's like, look at this guy climbing out. This is like, <laughs> Versus us going, oh my gosh, somebody's out. They can, they're sick to save us, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's this world's different. Love. Mm. That's that. I think that's a that yeah. community thing. That's that oneness that you just said there. Absolutely. Everybody agree. It's it's back to that. It's that love, mm. that connect, connection. You know, I was taught that there's no greater love than a man lay down his life for another. And I always thought, oh, okay, but then he's dead. So, and then of course that's a Bible verse and the saying how. You know, because Jesus laid down his life for us. And I was like, man, it just seems like there's a better way to have love than to have to die to show how much you love for someone. Well, then what? Now you're not around to deal with to it. share it. <laughs> I told Cindy one day, I, I, that was what we just talked about. I said, mm-hmm. I said, I had such a hard time with that. I, didn't, I couldn't imagine trying to die for somebody I didn't know. Yeah. You know, why am I dying for this guy? I don't even know him. You yeah. know? It's like, so I got scared about that. Would you die for for? Jesus, would you die for God? You know, I don't know <laughs> if it's lions are going to be ripping me apart. I think I'd run. Yeah, you know, I, I'm scared of that idea. Is it because I don't believe it enough? But now you ask me, what would you die for? Well, to save somebody else, mm-hmm. somebody that I didn't know, and that that's interesting. Is like because I believe in that now. I didn't believe it as a child because I didn't want to be scared into something. I wanted to just to believe in myself. Mm-hmm. True. Would you would you run if the lion came after you? Would I run? Yes. Oh heck yeah. yeah she would. I can tell. Heck I can yeah. Tell. yeah I'd get my golden wings on my shoes and I'd be flying. <laughs> I can see Cindy. She'd tell me she's. Yeah, I have my Nikes on. You have Nikes on. Cindy would say, "Rod, lay down, and play dead. He won't bother you." And she'd take off. <laughs> yes. And All she has to do is outrun you, Rod. <laughs> oh, she could do that too. Go um, find breakfast somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> Gail. Oh, what was the question? Let's see. <laughs> I like thinking. L-O-V-E. L-O-V-E. 50 different things here. Um, you know, I was thinking about what you said about, you know, what is it laying your life down? And I think, you know, not going literally, you just have to really think that maybe that's not that bad because uh, I'm going to lay my life down so somebody else can can maybe advance for a while. Wow. That's good. That is really good. I like that, dear. Give so, your life, give yourself so that somebody can have a better life. Yeah. yeah. And Gail's very full of love. She's a very selfless person. She's right. a, a mother of three, and she spends her, her energy towards her family to make sure that their needs are met. And so she gives and gives and gives. Right. So recently, Gail's been learning that she needs to get and find a place where she can recharge her battery, so to speak. And that's where she's developed her morning meditation practice. Namaste, my friend. She's really, I've seen some just really fun things through through her. Absolutely. But you have to find that piece. And then uh, Cindy channels all these different energies. And one energy that keeps telling her is like, find your peace, Cindy. Take time for yourself and i think that's part of love Mm -hmm. is that we can't hear when there's so much other stuff going on if we send peace we will actually hear what we need to hear and things will happen for us Mm -hmm. i truly believe it and you know that was a season i'm going into another season so it's it's time for a change 
It's time for the baby birds to start to fly on their own. Every once in a while, a wing gets outside, and then it comes back. But (laughs) (laughs) we're trying. Like, go away. Go away. (laughs) Like this morning when my daughter calls, Mom, I can't find my wallet. She's like, I need your mom powers. (laughs) Gail has mom powers. Mom, yes. Well, Cindy actually has. What what is that that you say that when you do something? Or the saint. Oh, yeah, the Saint Anthony. Right? Do you guys know that? I don't. Yeah, so it's uh, Anthony, Anthony, look around, something's lost, must be found. If you say that over and over, you'll you'll be guided or you'll hear it or whatever, and you'll find that item. Her mom, her mom. Totally believes in it. it. Believes in it so much because she, 100% of the time, she has found what she's lost by saying that. Mm-hmm. She truly believes it. Now, there's things that we could talk spiritually, and she'll say, oh, that's a solar flare or moon flare something. What? <laughs> you look at that really, that oh my gosh! You not to change the subject, but sorry. But I have, when I have these epiphanies, it's like ding. So wow, I should have saw that look. Oh, she know. gave you a look. Too. Look, you guys got red faces too. It's like what the heck? We all held her breath because Cindy had a thought. Well, it, and not to really get into it because we're going to do a podcast on synchronicities. That's our next one coming up between Rod and I. And uh, but my gosh. Rod had for a couple days there, recent like recently, this week I think it was, he kept hearing the name Anthony or like getting his car fixed. Everybody he talked to that was car related was Anthony. Wow. And it's like, oh my gosh, I just said the, the St. Anthony. Right. Absolutely. So Did, maybe you I should look to see what's what I'm missing. Lost Interesting. Anyway. Yeah. But it's, it's crazy. So Cindy's, my car broke down. So Cindy got me this mechanic. His name's Anthony beautiful guy comes and picks my car up and takes it and everything this guy's awesome so i call uh enterprise to get a car and i'm on the phone with him it's anthony on the phone talking to me to get me a car set up and everything uh i went to 19th avenue dunlap to pick up my car and then anthony behind the desk not the same anthony i talked to on the phone anthony behind the desk crazy thing was is i got a receipt from the lift guy that gave me a lift to the his name, here's a receipt from Anthony. Wow, that's awesome. So Anthony the car saint? Anthony the car saint, yeah. yes. Oh my gosh, I'm missing a car. <laughs> There's got to be a car out there somewhere. You think it could be a Mercedes, a red Mercedes? Oh, that's, <laughs> that would be beautiful, Rob. I think that's what I'm missing. It's a red Mercedes. You would look good in that. I think Definitely. I look, I look really dapper. <laughs> I saw you Fair. for a minute in one. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's that, awesome. I was in the pasture side, there wasn't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Sweet. Free ride. So anyway, where were we? Cindy's epiphany that I'm missing something, I guess. Yeah. Well, maybe that was the answer because we kept trying to figure out why Anthony. You know, things just happen for reasons, obviously. You know, these synchronicities. And um, yeah, maybe that was... I do. Hmm. Um, anyway, so we can move forward. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, just I like it was, was a moment. Fascinating. That is fascinating. It's like, it's really interesting. The look on her face though was priceless. priceless. Was just, oh, but when you get like, those connections, it's well, exactly. like, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's that aha moment. And that's yeah. one of the things that, uh, when I first got into spirituality that I kept saying, I have these aha moments and I always wanted how to, I wanted to remember things is I'd write it on a sticky note and I'd place it on in front of me spiritually. I'd, I'd write it. Okay. Aha, that's my aha moment. I just had an aha moment. And then I started moving them to different areas of that until they made the puzzle start working. And it's like, okay, oh, that's another piece of the puzzle that just came together because my sticking notes are working that. Then it went from aha to, uh, oh, my gosh, I can't think of the name. It's been so long. Uh, usa. Mm. Usa. And it's like, oh, then now it's an usa moment. It's like, oh, my gosh, this usa. And I, I, I just think it's just fascinating so when we have those moments. But it did made your guys both your faces red and everything else. That was like sorry, she, like she was getting angry with yeah. me or something. No, I know. It, so no, it was just like the grand rod. finale, you know, yeah. and the fireworks. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a reflection off of her. That's what was that bright red. <laughs> well, that's something about revelation knowledge when you suddenly get something, and I think those the intuition that I've learned from you guys about listening to your intuition. I was taught that it was wrong to listen to your intuition. Absolutely. Because yep. if it's not the Bible, it ain't real. You know, that was just the mantra that I was taught. Absolutely. And and so I think when you're hearing something within you and you're like, oh, I feel like I should say this or I should do this. Those are the things that you probably need to do. Yep. You need to say or you need to act on. 
Um, you know, especially if that is a motivation that's, you know, a kind, loving motivation, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And sorry, because no, when you do listen to your higher self, or they call that, quote, unquote, the voice, mm -hmm. um, cool things can happen. Seriously, you can start manifesting and things will come your way. You know, just a quick little story. I was at Walmart one day and they were selling tickets to win a Blu-ray. So I bought tickets. and They were going to go help, you know, children, you know, buying the tickets. I think it was to help children. And so, and they had a couple other things, you put your ticket in, but I heard my in my head or whatever, you'll put that extra ticket in there, because I bought 11 or something, I don't know. And I put that extra ticket in there, and I won the Blu-ray. Oh, I was the winner. Nice. Wow. So it was like, had I not, had I dismissed that, then obviously I wouldn't have won. Mm -hmm. But I listened to it, and I think it was a test for me at the same time, going, you know, look, you're here, we're here, we're, you know, listen, 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 you know, and, and, and respect that and, and honor that, what you do have within. Anyways, the Blu-ray was really awesome. Oh, that's good. Because I, cool. I, I won't mention the name of the religion that, but there's a religion that I, I, I checked it out. I checked all the religions. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I don't make fun of any of them. I, I, I love all religions because each one has their own little thing about it. But there's a religion that, that believes that we are our own gods, and we are our own god. And as a god, we should be able to have all these powers and do these things and everything else. Well. I think that's fantastic. I, in a sense, I picked that up, and I think that's true, that we do have that power within us, a manifestation and everything. That, but it's always when we're on. It's really interesting is when Cindy and I are, like, really working on something and we're not really here, we'll go to, like, Fry's or Walmart or something like that, that nobody really talks to us. It's like we're just kind of like nobodies. In but when we're up and we're excited about something, we're happy and we're talking and we're, we're smiling that, people come up and start talking to us, and they're, the fry manager comes up to us the other day, and, that, and we're just having a good old time. He's talking about, you got to try this spice. Oh, what are you guys having tonight? And everything else. Try this. Oh, you should try it. And then all of a sudden, there's other people start coming. It was really nice. You have to know that when your energy is high, people want to be around you. It's like drawing moss to a flame. And that's what it is. It's, and we're not burning these people. We're just filling them. It's, yeah. I love this. They want, they know there's something there. Yeah. So when you're on, you're on. And that's, I think we talked about the crystals. I think Cindy and I share a crystal. When we're on and the crystals are light, people are, are drawn to us. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I think you guys have that too. Well, there's just something about that magnetism and you being practitioners of energy work. I mean, you, you live in that realm where you can sense and you can feel. And other people are drawn to that. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Your energy or your aura just mm -hmm. expands and the colors that emanate from that is just beautiful and lovely. Mm. You know, and, and you're right. You can walk down the aisle of a store or something or anywhere, and, and people just suddenly looking at you like like you have something on you, but you really don't. What you have on you, I guess, let's just say, is this wonder, you know, this mm -hmm. light that is beaming from you. And people are like, whoa, what, what am I seeing or feeling? As they walk by, and they just want to smile, you know. And But it, maybe at the moment, you're not realizing you could be in that moment of this, you know, grandeur within, this feeling within, this love within, this brightness within. You may just be feeling normal, let's just say, but there's something that's coming off of you that this people around you are, you know, catching on to. And, and they just like, ooh. That's good. That's kind of like that vibration. Totally. When you hit that certain vibrational thing, you're like, ooh. When you, you, you're next to someone, you're like, I really like that person. And you find out there's a lot of commonalities. Right. Kind of uncanny how that oh, happens. Oh, it is. It is. It's, it's funny. It, it's interesting. Think about this in the past, that you find couples, that if you go out with couples, the wives get along, the husbands just are just there, mm. usually. Sure. Or the husbands get along, and the wives are just there. Yeah. It's like, it's really hard to find a match together, unless they are also sparks, or they also are crystal people, that they carry crystals around, because now there's a commonality with all four of them. Mm -hmm. They agree on things, they build things, they know things, and they they speak of a higher self. And it's really awesome to listen to people that speak of a higher self. Mm -hmm. I love swimming in the deep end. And that means I love talking to people with deep conversations. I love these questions that I ask you guys. Is that cool? <laughs> you know, something that I really liked from my religious background is that sense of community. I mean, there's a lot of things that I was taught, and there's a lot of baggage that I have to deal with. Uh, but there was such a sense of community that that thing that you talked about where if someone was ill or had a kid or had been in the hospital, people brought them food, mowed their lawns. And, you know, I think that's what people look yep. for today. And I know in the spiritual com community, there's 
things like meetup and I'll go to a meetup group and I'll find, you know, like, oh, you guys are weird like me. You believe this weird <laughs> thing. Cool. Absolutely. Tell me more about what you've learned. Yep. And it's just so much fun to be able to find other people and, and learn and grow because you don't know what you don't know until somebody gives you a new idea. It's true. You know, as a teenager, I was 16 or 17 years old and waking like in that wake and sleep mode, you know, in the morning time. Um, it came to me to have a personalized plate and it came to me, I don't know where, and I don't question it, it was why be normal. And so when I woke up that morning, you know, like I really woke up, I went to my mom and at the time she actually was a supervisor at MVD for specialized plates. Oh, wow. So lucky me. But I, so I'm like, mom, 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 I want this license plate. You know, I want to be widely normal. And so she went to work that day. And sure enough, she felt paperwork, blah, blah, blah. And, and um, it, it, funny because then the following week, a, a guy had come into the office and wanted the same thing. She's like, oh, sorry, my daughter already has it. But what I really want to say, my point here, I, sh I should say, yeah. is that you're right. I didn't know back then that I was going to be, let's just say, as we call it, weird. Mm -hmm. But it's not really weird. It's, it's we're we're unique and beautiful and special. Oh, we no, didn't you're know weird. that. Yeah. But I am totally yeah. weird. Why be normal? <laughs> Whatever normal is. Yeah. But isn't that interesting? I had no idea why I even chose that or why the universe, you know, That's brought cool. the that plate to me. But I've had it ever since. But I still have mm -hmm. it. So it's just it's a remarkelous. What was remarkulous. that? Remarkulous. Is that remarkulous? It is now. It's yeah, it's a new word. It's, it's, a, it's a word now. of the day. <laughs> remarkulous. That one needs to go in the new dictionary. Okay, the urban. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like it. The city dictionary. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, I came up with a company, what, three, four years ago. It's called the Lyman's Terms because I make up words. Yeah. So I call it the Lyman's Terms. Yeah. <laughs> I can make up words. Nice. It's like I feel because I've channeled so many so long in my life and then I just – things come out of my mouth as a child even that I was like, where'd that come from? And you just allow it to, you know. But it's all about love. I never hurt anybody with my words. It was always about love. And I found out that it's kind of interesting is that oh, something else just popped in my head that's interesting. Wow. So anyway, um, I, I, I found out as a child, you know, that I would channel these stuff. I didn't know where it was coming from or anything else. I just allowed it to come. And I never hurt anybody in any which way, shape, or form. I always, and that's what Grandpa said, you know, speak from your heart and you're not going to hurt anybody. Channeling is a huge thing for all of us, and I think that's part of what who we are. We've known that the words that come out of our mouth sometimes aren't our own. Yeah. yeah. Yes. There's a whole another path that I had that popped up. That was weird. Yeah. Thank you, Cindy, for setting that tone today. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Wow. So now we've got a revelation from Rod. Yeah, it's a, it's a revelation from Rod. No, I can't <laughs> share this one. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> So I have a question, another question that, so um, drinking was a question that was asked by a couple of our viewers, or not viewers, listeners, and Cindy actually answered the question about drinking that, and the thing was, is I got, two days ago, I got somebody saying, well, to me, drinking is a sin, and I put it back to them, I says, you know, I'm not questioning anything that people believe in or anything, it's past is past, present is present, whatever you guys want to believe in that. I said, but why do they use wine in church? And I'll tell you her side of it after, what do you think of that? Why do they use wine in church if drinking is such a sin? Well, from what I remember as a youngin' going to church, it was the blood of Christ, right? You know, I yep. mean, if you can turn too. water to wine, then there must be something okay with it. And that was your answer, by the way. Yes, that was my answer. And yes. plus, it's, you know, red wine has anti antioxidants. So right. it's healthy for you, too, right? Yep. <laughs> it's very good. It's a, it's a fruit. Gail? You know, I... Why? I mean, obviously, it came from the Bible. So that's, I'm sure, why they use it. But why is it a sin? I could never reconcile that myself um and especially now because i really view you know everything is spiritual right absolutely and so when you start looking at things that way and you start going back to what we began to talk about with what is sin right well again it becomes well 
it's when it's out of balance. Right. Whenever you emotionally, physically, spiritually are out of balance, that's when you get into that area. Right. And alcohol is no different than that. Absolutely. Dave? Yeah, we get into that binary system. It's either this way or it's that way. That's all there is. Right. And, you know, I was raised in that system where it was like, oh, it's a sin to drink alcohol. I'm like, well, it's in the Bible. Jesus made alcohol and water into wine mm-hmm. and all that. But that was never satisfactory. You know, I, I don't feel like we have to live in a system of if you do this, you'll get a reward. But if you do this, you'll get punishment. I think that whole thing, is it a sin, goes back to that that fear-based trap that system of belief where if you do something bad, then something bad will happen to you. And I don't want any part of that. So is it a sin? Well, if it's a sin to you, then don't drink. I like to have a beer and go watch a football game. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, so the idea of sin, what we came up with is it's about love. It's about Mm -hmm. being out of balance, you know, without love and being out of balance. What does that have to do with drinking? You know, I don't know. That's the thing is, is that it, it does, you know, Calms, calms you down a little bit, that, but it does cause some issues in your body, too, over indulgence. Mm-hmm. That's what the whole thing is, too much. You know? Now, her thing says that she's told me that her answer back is, it's the elite that is part of God that gets to drink the wine. Wow. The elite that is part of God gets to drink the wine. Now, I don't like to get into religious stuff. I don't, I mean, that's, I'm not arguing with anybody. I I listen, I learn from everybody. I'm not saying what she thinks is wrong. I would not say that at all. That's what she believes. That's what she thinks. So that concept is that's what she believes. That That's what she's going to believe. Me, myself, I, I'll do that by Dave. I'll have a couple beers. I'm okay with that. I agree. You know, when they make a drink called a cosmopolitan, it's got to come from somewhere. <laughs> Good. <laughs> What is the cosmopolitan? Oh, well, let me tell you. Have you ever had one, Dio? Oh, yes. Yes, they're really mighty delicious, actually. (laughs) And just say in Sex in the City, the show used to always drink them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So on that, let's have a cheers. (laughs) Cheers. 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 I hope my water turns to wine now. The wine's Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. I think, honestly, sorry. No, that's all right. Everything in moderation. I don't care if it's sugars or foods or drinks or whatever it is, you know, everything in my, it could be, you know, even, you know, being so crazy about cleaning your house and have it so, you know, perfectly clean. Everything has got to be in moderation. If you're, if things are not, if you're a little too much of this or a little too much of that, then there's an imbalance I feel within mm-hmm. you. And, you yep. know, I think extreme things of anything is obviously not that healthy. Absolutely. Yeah, well, that's just. The design of life and really one of those life lessons I think we all kind of work through whether you I mean lessons can be not a fun term to some people <laughs> but it's one of the things that it seems we have to learn in life yep, you know absolutely. when we're a kid and we want to eat so much candy what happens we get a tummy ache okay because we were out of balance but I can have a couple pieces and I'm okay very beautiful. I'm sorry to say this, guys. We got to wrap this up. Do you know it's been an hour already? No way. Time flies. Seriously, wow. my gosh, we had so much fun, didn't we? I love this. This is. We got to do this again. This is good. Thank this you up. so much for having us on the show. Well, absolutely. This is a blast. Absolutely, it's, you guys are a blast too. They have. Yeah, it was really great, Dave. I am inspired by you to, you know, take those leaps and bounds in the faith yeah. and uh, true faith and do your exploration here in, in the spiritual realm and hope and, and I believe that you'll find that it's obviously way different than the other and I'm not just seeing the other but yeah. it's to me it's a more beautiful place it's more blissful it's comforting it's peace within yeah. and you will find that true love and peace within absolutely so. it's good yeah I'm finding that heaven and hell are states of being not places that you go to yeah, and absolutely. you get to choose do you want heaven now or do you want hell now in your absolutely. life and that's where I'm I'm choosing to enjoy the ride and to love mm-hmm. the life I love. I'm, I'm all about that, yeah. too. Joy. As it Go is above, with, it is below. Absolutely. <laughs> the infinity sign. As above, as below. Thank you, guys. Gail, oh, thank you so much for having me on. Come being here, being gracious hosts and everything else, and serving me such, such fine water. Um, we'd like to uh, 
Thank you guys for letting us uh, use your studio. It's a beautiful studio. It is way. very beautiful, and the equipment's amazing. Yeah, there's wow. some there's some crazy stuff that goes on. You guys have some energy that's inside this room here alone, which is amazing. And I think with all the electronics, that I think the spirits are being drawn to it. So I watched that bamboo thing move like three, four times. It's just amazing. I love this. That's awesome. Yep, Dave, pleasure, man. We gotta work some more together. I, I love having you here, being on our show, that, uh, and of course uh, Cinderella. It's always a pleasure to have you beside Thank you. me. Thank you. Uh, love it, love it, love it. We're doing really well on, on iTunes. Uh, we were, we're maintaining like top 10, and I'm really excited about this. So let's keep this going. Dave, one more time, the website where they can see you. ExploringTheHumanJourney.com. And it's, it's beautiful. Wait until you guys see it. So everybody, have a pleasant night, and have a pleasant time. Thank you. Bye. I like it.